0: With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. today's episode I chat with Chris Mack, host of Crazy Brit Asian podcast and editor for a youth magazine called Verge magazine. Chris tells me about his purpose for starting up his podcast as well as the process for setting up a gig partnered with Asian Tones and PRS which I performed out back in March. If you're thinking about getting together your own gig, keep listening till the end because he gives us a few tips while taking us through the process. Enjoy. Hey Chris, welcome to the show.
1: Hey Saina, thank you for inviting me. That's
0: all good. Thank you for being on the show. But um, yeah, how have you been?
1: Um, yeah, not bad, not bad. Just um, you know, we had the concert um here, yeah. there, so thank you very much for coming yeah. up to that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, you were fantastic. Uh, it was a uh, good yeah, show. Just, yeah, you know, lo- loved you being there, and also um, yeah, loved that I could give you kind of your little full circle moment um for like when you did a red bone. It's like. I didn't know you were going to do that song. Um, And then uh, when you did it, I thought, oh my gosh, Childish Gambino did it here as well, on this very stage. Yeah, Um, yeah, that that was crazy. That was so cool.
0: Yeah, when I saw your story, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, nice to know. Yeah, cool. Let's get straight into it. So like, you know, tell everyone a bit of background, like you are... I'm looking at your Instagram and what you're up to and you seem like this entrepreneurial guy who's just, you know, got a hundred things going on, but seems really productive. So, you know, tell us what you, what you do.
1: Uh, yeah. So um, my name is Chris, uh, Chris Mac, a.k.a. Mac Yeezy. One of the things which I do is uh, I have this podcast called Crazy Brit Asian Podcast. And um, uh, in my day job, um, I do marketing for a motorsports company, and then I also write. Um, I'm an editor, and also kind of a, a podcast for a, a youth magazine called Verge Magazine. So yeah, lots of stuff, as you said. Yeah,
0: they're very they're very different. I mean, obviously, it's still kind of creative, but they're quite different, aren't they?
1: Mm, yeah, um, pretty pretty different, pretty varied. Um, yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's just the way things are right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's the day job? How 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 do you find that? Uh I
1: mean it's uh, the day jobs uh keep keeps me productive. It gives me like a routine and yeah. uh, so because it's uh, it's motorsports, um uh, I mean, okay, it's Formula One basically. So um, you know, working for them, uh it's it's a big brand. Uh, there's a lots going on all the time, especially with the season starting now, especially with things what that happened last season. So, um, I mean, that was kind of like what first got me into like uh, the entertainment side of things in a working sense. Then the podcast and then the uh the magazine stuff, that kind of just came afterwards. So, Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. And then your podcast, um Crazy Brit Asian, when did you start that then?
1: uh so i had the idea probably about three years ago um but then i didn't actually start it until like lockdown um so yeah like i, I mean during lockdown uh, a lot of people started um no podcasts. Yeah. yeah i did too oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah 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 i think it was it was the time ta- everyone had so much time didn't they yeah, so. yeah exactly yeah yeah how and how's that going
1: um, so, um, uh, it's, it's changed somewhat. So like, um, I don't really do as many episodes nowadays. Um, but then, uh, it's more because I guess, um, I used kind of the brand, which I've built just to do, uh, some other stuff, just like, um, you know, the concert, which, uh, uh, which I had you at. And then like, there was another concert, um, back in September. So, um, yeah, now it's more kind of just like a brand then like, um, I'll occasionally bring on guests, um, uh, as and when they come along.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. And and you said uh, previously that it is, so it's gone more towards the music side. Do you speak to different artists on there or what is it that you want to kind of bring out with the podcast?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, when I first started it, um, in fact, you know, uh, what who it was inspired by was um, a, a Korean-American rapper called Dumbfounded. So um, uh, do you know who Dumbfounded is?
0: Do you know what that rings a bell but no i don't think so
1: <laughs> okay. no no it's all good it's all good i mean like he he is a, he's a bit older so um you know like back when i was uh um i guess you know just starting out um like looking on uh, the internet and everything on, yeah, yeah. Um, all things youtube it's like yeah you know, he was kind of like one of the early youtubers um way back then um, one of the ones doing music and like he was known for um doing uh freestyle battles so it's um uh so yeah, like that that was his thing. And then he had a podcast where basically he would bring on uh, a guest every episode. Um and they were basically his friends and like all of them were Asian uh and they would just like talk about uh what it was like um, you know, doing things in the music either in the music industry or entertainment industry, um, you know, some of the barriers and challenges which they come along and like, you know, basically how is it to uh, you know, uh, be in that industry as an Asian and actually come out on top. So um, taking that concept, I thought, okay, I know a bunch of friends over in the UK uh, who do your non-typical Asian job, Um, you know, like doctors, lawyers, accountants, yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I thought, okay, my friends don't do those jobs, but um, they've got interesting stories as well. So let's bring them on per episode and just like talk about stuff. Um, yeah, so that was just the idea at the start, but then, um, uh, when I finally did it, um, uh, first it was, okay, uh, talk about, uh, being Asian, being growing, growing up in, in the UK, uh, my experience, like living in Hong Kong, living in New York, uh, what was those Asian experiences like? But then eventually, um, I, uh, ended up actually getting dumbfounded on as a guest. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, nice. cause uh, he runs his own podcast called fun with dumb, um, and yeah, uh, like I call into it, um, like now and then. And like, you know, now, now like they know me. So like we're, we're kind of like friends. And when he said like, Oh, uh, you, you know, I'll do uh, a pod, uh, an episode with you. And then his friend, uh, Rick Lee, whose, um, rap name is Lyrics and he's one half a year at the arcs. He was like, Oh, I'll do one with you as well. And then from there, it just spiraled yeah, into like, yeah. um, having his, his friends on, uh, my podcast, uh, as guests. Um, and then. And then also like from Clubhouse, I met a bunch of people who are also in music. And that yeah, just it just spiraled from then, just evolved naturally into more nice, yeah, um, being musical guests.
0: It's very it's, it's difficult to run your own podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's up to you. And you even said like me, you know, you do it yourself, don't you? you yeah, do literally. Yourself. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, actually, I was kind of surprised that you did yours by yourself. Because just by <laughs> looking at looking at yours, it's just like, wow, she must have a whole team. And then <laughs> I found out, it's like, oh, oh, wait, it's just you. one person. It's like, the feels, know, the crazy. feels.
0: <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I mean, this day and age, right? We, we've got to all do everything ourselves. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I thought the same about you. <laughs> I feel like you just assume, especially with a podcast, like, you know, there's a lot. You know the visual, uh, whether it's just promoting on social media and then editing the music, you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Inside out, baby. just thought I'd come in here to let you know that my latest single, Alive, is out now on all streaming platforms. Make sure to go check out the full version after, or maybe now if you're in need of a quick break. Like to... So it'd be cool to talk about. Um, our gig the gig Mm, that we had uh so that was with Asian Tones so tell me is that like a partnership are you part of that or what was that
1: yeah so um I guess um like before even going into that concert it was kind of more stemmed from um like uh when I did a concert back in September so um the, the September one which I did was called Ripples in the Wave and um the whole concept and idea of that was um, it was part of the uk's nationally um like recognized uh, east and southeast asian heritage month so that was the first one um ever so you know in the states they always have um their like um asian uh, american pacific Islander the heritage month um but then like the uk never had such a thing so uh as part of that, i thought okay let me throw a concert where um it's the whole lineup is literally just um east and southeast asians uh in the uk so i did that and then uh when when i did that concert asian tones then reached out to me and was like hey okay i've seen that you're you know you did this concert and like you know the whole premise behind it, the whole concept of having artists all from uh underrepresented backgrounds is kind of something which i wanted to do the only difference is i did it and um you know they they just had the idea so then uh, they're like oh yeah you know um, i also work for prs so um you know uh, and then kind of explained like you know what prs is and everything um because prior to that it like, i didn't know who was paying out royalties and stuff yeah so, yeah, yeah. So, so i kind of thought oh okay so you seem kind of legit um so you know like uh you seem like um we'd be able to like get some support from them and everything you seem like you would know what you're doing so let's uh let's give this a, a shot so uh yeah, just like chatted from that. So, um, you know, um, I guess it, as a partnership for this concert, it was just kind of like um, they reached out to me. Uh, we came up with an idea um, uh, of like, you know, I guess when to do it, booked out a venue and then started looking for artists. And uh, you were part of that.
0: Yeah, it was really good. It was such a good night. Like the, the energy of the room was good. Like, yeah, it was really it was really nice. I'm guessing you are planning to do more gigs, um like that
1: because um like you know i've done i've done two of them now and uh yeah the concept is the same it is um you know a stage where or, or a platform even which you just give to um to artists from uh asian backgrounds now um you know uh, as, as you as you probably know in in the uk there isn't uh really a scene um like or that many uh eight um artists from uh, east and southeast asian backgrounds whereas yeah. south asian uh, you know they kind of already have a community um it's already like fairly fairly strong and fairly big so um you know doing this collaborative one it, it was just like carrying on um that just to you know like have have another uh have another concert have um like more um more i guess kind of again just like building up the brand of like oh you know like i'd uh, I do these kind of concerts. Um, so, you know, am I planning to do another one? Yeah. You know, I would like to. Um, I think the next one is likely going to be uh, East and Southeast Asian heritage month. So like, the, okay, uh, yeah. so September. And then um, again, it's just like, you know, giving that platform, which we usually just never had because, you know, most of the time, uh, like East and Southeast Asians, they're brought on as an opening act or as a supporting act. But like, you know, very rarely or ever are they actually like the main focus. So that's kind of a uh, the platform which I'm bringing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It would be interesting as well. You know, I mean, you did say that in the US. There's, did you say you you did put on, or you said there was another gig that was like that?
1: So uh, in the US, like, uh, so I worked there um, for like a year back in uh, I think it was like twenty four, twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. So uh, I mean. Like in music and everything, I literally just started off just as a fan, just like everybody else. I'm just a fan, just an admirer. But then um uh, like, you know, went went to like some gigs out there. Um actually went to like Aquafina's um like gigs a few times back when she used to still um still rap. So like I've met her a bunch of times. Um, like, way before she's, like, you know, now some big Hollywood actress. So, yeah, you know, it's just going to those and just seeing, like, oh, you know, um, they're really, like, putting it out there. They're really, like, trying and everything. And just, like, uh, and then just, like, you know, seeing, like, from, like, their their grind back then to, like, where they are now, which is, like, it's, like, it's very possible. Um, but, you know, I, I initially, I never really had the intention to do any such concerts. It just all naturally just happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, do you feel like in the US there's more of that going on?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like there's, uh, there's more of a scene because um, you know, they've been doing it for for much much longer than they have uh, over in the UK. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, not just um, not just for like you know Asians, but then also just across all music forms uh, in the first place.
0: Yeah. It it's kind of in, in a way it gives you an advantage because you know you're bringing that to the UK and you are maybe you like you know one of the first people i mean i'm sure people have done it but mm. you know you are really pushing it and so that gives you uh, a slight advantage to to make these gigs stand out
1: yeah um i i think um yeah i think that's a a, a fair analysis to say yeah because uh, yeah. yeah, uh, i mean again just like from what i've seen um like before um like having actually met all of these um artists in the UK um i couldn't find uh any any kind of a scene um like yeah there wasn't really a scene or a platform or anything or i just kept on seeing the same kind of barriers where it's like um you know oh we don't want to listen to this artist because just taking one look at them, oh, we think that they're going to like sing, um, you know, uh, Asian music. They're going to be very K-pop. They're not going to um, sing in English or or whatever. Or their quality is not as good. All of those barriers, which, you know, I'm sure maybe like you may have come across some of those as well. So it's like, no, let me put on this uh, at a big venue, a well-known venue so people can come. And it's like, oh, they managed to get that stage. Um, you know, they, they must be like, you know, have a decent quality about them. Let's go check it out. And then that's when they see, um, you know, like how good uh, you guys actually are.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for putting on your own gig mm. and promoting it, what what's kind of the steps? Like take me through the steps and, and how did you find the process? And, you know, obviously promoting and contacting the venue and all that kind of stuff. Like just take me through the journey of putting on a gig and promoting it?
1: Yeah, so um, th- there, is, there is a process um, and it's kind of, um, it is, I guess the first one is, it all starts off is, you know, you have the idea. So, you know, that's number one. You get your uh, the people who you want to work with, which I think is very important. Like right from the start, you need to choose the right people um, and be aligned on like, you know, what is the vision uh, that you want to bring? Um, because, you know, if you're, if you both have like different agendas, then, um, those things kind of like start popping yeah, up uh, sure. along the way. So yeah. absolutely choose the right people to work with. Um, and then I think the, you know, once you have the concept and idea down and then that like, you have like, you know, your list of, uh, artists and things like that, that's all, um, that's all well and good, but like you don't contact anybody until you get your venue. So I think the most important thing is getting a venue and locking down a date so once you've uh, once you've got those bits down, then it's like okay now it's it's there it's in the calendar, uh, and we can kind of like you know time it um like work our way backwards uh for a timeline and then figure out um all the bits going into it so um yeah, I think like first of um, foremost, like get the date, get the venue, and um then after that um you can like start reaching out to um the artists. Um, so, uh, you know, choosing which artists that you want to, uh, want to get uh, onto the list, um, making sure that they're available as well. Um, so, uh, because otherwise, you know, if they're not available, then uh, yeah, well, of course. You no one to perform <laughs> on the stage. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, yeah, after that, uh, then it's like coming up with the de- design as well. So, um, luckily, um, you know, I, I know a bunch of, um, like designer friends and everything. So, uh, you know, just like reaching out that, like, Hey, you know, um, are you available to do this? Kind of like again, it's kind of you have to like do a lot of pitching as well. So it's yeah, like you have uh, your concept uh, and everything. Then you pitch your idea to them and um, like kind of try to sell it to them as to like you know like uh, what is what is the vision that we should trying to achieve? What is the message we, we're trying to put mm-hmm. across? Because you can't say oh it's just a concert Well, then you just have a generic poster um, yeah. that everybody else has. Yeah. So um, yeah, like when when speaking to any designer at all, I think it's very important to kind of um sell it to them and then like bring them uh to bring them to your viewpoint because then you know they feel more passionate about doing it and then like their their work is much more expressive in that way. Um yeah so then after after that then it's just uh going off to promotion. So it's just like figuring out the promotion plan. Um I mean you can post on like social media but then that only just takes you so far. So it's then like you know reaching out to like all of these different accounts um that that you know as well. So, so that you know they can reach their audiences and stretch it further. Um seeing, you know, are there any like newsletters which you can be a part of? Um any uh you know, can you get any shout outs anywhere? Like literally just like going everywhere you can. And yeah. then sometimes you do have to like put a bit of money behind um, some of the spend as well. So like um you know Facebook uh, advertising, like you know just paying for that stuff. That is like very important because um, you know, like even though you might think, oh, people don't really use Facebook anymore, like, but you know, Facebook owns Instagram, it owns WhatsApp, it owns all these different platforms. So yeah, you know, it just gets you onto like all these uh, other channels. So wider reach, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then like you know the algorithm and and everything, it's just it's so detailed and so like clever um, that like it just gets uh, that further reach. So yeah, it's just um you know promoting uh, promote 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 as much as you can. And just trying to make uh, as much sales as you can, basically.
0: So when it comes to the day of the gig, what's the kind of, what's your process? Obviously, uh, you were running around, so you had a lot of things to do. So take me through the kind of day.
1: Um, Yeah, so, um, you know, you do all of the prep before the actual gig itself. But then, uh, you know, when it comes to the actual day, um, it's not just, uh, you turn up and then you just get to have fun of course, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, yeah, you just like, enjoy the show and the artists do, um, like ordered work. Um, it's definitely, I mean, when I did my first one, I thought, kind of thought, oh yeah, you know, that's kind of like me done, but it's like, no, not at all. Like anything mm-hmm. can happen on the day. So you kind of have to just, um, do a bit of, um, like the, do do a bit like more organizing when you're there. So making sure that um, when everyone comes, that they um, do their performances right. That like, all of the sound tech is all correct and everything. Um, things um, like you know all, all of the files and everything are um, playing through, um, and that yeah everyone has what they need. Um, and then when the show starts, then uh, you've got to just make sure that um, you know. like you you got to find the artists, make sure that they're you know ready. And prep for like going up on stage um, because even though like you know everybody knows um, like, there's a running order and everyone um, everyone's there to do their part. Um, the you know you still gotta I guess like, you know just like double, double check um, in case like anything does happen. So yeah, lots of uh, running around in that sense. And then also when you're there, uh, you've got to take the content as well. So you got to like you know uh, be be that person who is filming um, like yeah. the uh, the performance rather than like enjoying it like everybody else I'm like trying to get those angles in because at the end yeah. of the day it is like <laughs> yeah it is your show so you've got to like try and put out um the best that you can um like straight away versus like you know waiting for the videographer to like um get you the uh, the footage and everything cuz like, that's to yeah, take course. time so it is like maintaining that momentum and uh, definitely like you know if there are any technical issues at all i mean uh, yeah there were a few on on the night um it's like making sure that like the tech guy the sound tech guy is uh, is available to like uh, to like fix it up like straight away and everything um so yeah just uh, just lots of um those different like unexpected kind of things which um, just like just pop up um yeah versus just like okay the show's going now and i'm just going to sit sit back and, um, yeah, just, just enjoy the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, cause I was host of that show as well. Um, that kind of came about slightly last minute. So it's just like, okay, like gotta remember what it is that you're g- going to say and, um, also like run up on, on time just to introduce people, outro people, um, and, and those kind of things. So like just lots of, um, like thinking on your feet um, at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being there available to manage everything and be quick to sort out any, Issues, isn't it? Literally,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that's some good tips, you know, to keep in mind, I think, for anyone who does want to start up their own gig. Um, Because, yeah, there is a lot of preparation, isn't there? And you hear of these kind of, I guess you could say, horror stories Mm. of promoters just being out of pocket because, you know, they haven't been able to make their money back or, you know, just not getting people down, really. Um, Yeah. And I, like I've had so many gigs where, <laughs> back in 2018, I did so many gigs, and I'm telling you about, I, did, I think I did about ten in one mm. year, wow. and uh, about eight of them were completely empty. Whoa! Yeah, completely empty, and didn't not paid either.
1: Really? So there were free yeah. gigs and people free just didn't gigs,
0: show up. and yeah, exactly. And the thing, well, the thing is, I think. Even though they were free, as in we played for free, Mm -hmm. I don't think it was free on the door. Right. And, you know, I mean, being 18, I think people would rather go to a party. Do you know what I mean? Like a free party where everyone is, where all their friends are. And, um, you know, the promoter probably didn't do much, didn't know anyone, relied on the artists to Mm. bring people which they weren't. And... Hiring out venues that were so big that no, like, it was just, you, you would just, it, even if there was like 10, 15 people, it would just looked very, very, very mm. empty, um, which is all just not the way to go. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I mean um like when when we did uh, when we did ours like we did have that um fear as well um, of like oh you know what if people would, like don't show up and everything mm, because yeah uh, I mean at the start like uh, whenever you uh, whenever you launch any event unless someone is like really really interested no one's buying right at the start yeah of course um yeah. it's only until like you know the final two weeks leading up to it uh, even like even like on the day but on you start, the, exactly yeah, uh, you uh, you everyone goes oh okay,
0: than... yeah what should we do tonight <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then like you get a bunch of people buying on the door as well. So yeah, it's yeah. always very difficult to like predict these things unless exactly. you have like, you know, a massive headliner. Then it's like, you know, it's very easy. But, you know, being the platform which we're trying to create where it's like, hey, um, these are all up and coming artists. Um, it You know, not everyone has that kind of uh, that kind of following. So yeah, a yeah. lot of people are kind of skeptical of like, oh, you know, who who are... Who are these artists and everything? Is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of them, so I'm not going to bother. But then, that's what that's the that's a challenge we have. Uh, and what but it did bring.
0: well considering. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I guess it did help that it was five. Yes, five of us. Um, so collectively, you know, brought down uh, people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you definitely did a good job with the promoting because you know we did fill the room, didn't we?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, maybe like maybe it was like other people like. Um, uh just asking other people to come along and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, yeah, my first concert that had uh, about like 300 people, um, it was oh, like wow. Cargo in Shoreditch, um, yeah. whereas this one's XOYO, but it's, it's a bigger venue. But then I think the bigger challenge we had was that it was on a Tuesday.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: You know, it, like a lot of people were like, oh, Tuesday, that's a school day. It's like, oh, who did yeah. this concert on a Tuesday? It's yeah. so, like, well, you know, we don't choose when International Women's Day is. Yeah. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we can't, we don't have control of that. But then, um, you know, the other factor was uh, that there was all of the whole like Russia-Ukraine thing happening and then people like like, doing all of the donations and stuff for that. So then it just felt bad like promoting during that time because it's like, hey, pay money for our concert or pay money. And then like the next post you see is like, hey, uh, put money towards like donating this. (laughs) who are you going (laughs) to give your money to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, a a lot of things were kind of working against this uh, in that sense, but you know, uh yeah, like you said, uh, it was a good turnout in the end and um yeah, like really like positive review um, like responses. Yeah.
0: So is there anything else you want to mention?
1: Um more about uh, you know, just like following all of the artists that you um that you know we had at the concert. Um and you know, follow Crazy for Asian, you know, check out the things which yeah. uh, which which I do. Um there's gonna be like more events coming which I'm yes. kinda working on. Uh, and also, uh, you know, if you follow uh, Crazy Brit Asian, you might see a uh, special episode coming up very soon.
0: As well.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> hint, hint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: cool. If they want to find out, they've uh, they got to give it a follow.
0: <laughs> exactly, definitely. Cool, Chris. Well, thank you so much for talking to me and uh, have a great day.
1: Yeah, no, thank you um, for inviting me on to this. Uh, I was actually surprised that uh, you would actually reach out. to just like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> did, I, did I do something good? I, I guess we did good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm always... I think with this podcast, I just want it to be as broad as possible. Mm. You know, It's good to hear different people's accounts.
1: You yeah, know? for sure, for sure.
0: Sweet. Okay, all right. See you later then.
1: Thank you. Bye. Thank you, bye.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed that episode and make sure to go check out his podcast, Crazy Brit Asian to hear me on an episode talking about my music. See you next time.